So most other transportation businesses, when your input costs go up, things like fuel and wages and vehicle costs, stuff that all of us are experiencing, our input costs going up, there's at least the optionality to continue to pass that through to a customer. I'm Deborah Lockridge, and that was Spencer Patton. His company, Patton Logistics, was FedEx Ground's largest contractor, and Patton himself was probably its largest critic. Until late August, when FedEx Ground canceled its contract with Patton Logistics and filed suit against another of his company's root consultant. We're going to take a closer look at this conflict and the larger issues facing contractors like Patton and the many smaller ones working for FedEx Ground, as well as for Amazon and other companies. But first, don't forget to follow us on social media and subscribe to HGT Talks Trucking on YouTube or your favorite podcast platform. Time is money, and that's why Catscale built the Way My Truck app. Your drivers can complete their entire way without ever leaving the cab. They'll see their weights on their mobile device or tablet, and scale tickets can be automatically emailed to you. With a fleet profile, you can save back office time as well. No driver reimbursements. And you'll have access to report data. Find out more at waymytruck.com. Today, I'm talking to Chris Brown. He's editor of some of HGT's uh, sister brands that cover other parts of the fleet industry, and he's been following this story. Welcome to HGT Talks Trucking, Chris. It's great to be here, Deborah. So, Chris, you attended uh, this FedEx Contractors Conference that uh, Spencer Patton's um, root consultant company put on for delivery contractors. Uh, FedEx uh, ground contractors in August, right? Tell us a little bit about that. Uh, yeah, well, it was my first time and it's still a relatively new show. And uh, what was crazy, as I understood, is the show started not, but I think like four years ago with uh, a few dozen folks. It has grown to 4,000 uh, people and um, it's really... Uh, uh, mirrors the growth of, of the FedEx contractors. They call them ISPs, independent service providers. Uh, and at the event, there was about half of the universe of 6,000 uh, ISPs were in attendance uh, at the event. And as I understand, uh, he uh, is or was, I guess, the, the largest contractor for FedEx Round. Um, he's Patton has been in the news for months with some very public uh, comments about FedEx Ground and its contractors. What are some of those things he's been talking about? Right. Well, I think one of the main things was uh, basically around the the high cost of doing business that was a result of the post-pandemic um, issues around supply chains and uh, certainly the spike in fuel costs uh, and the spike in labor um, and how this has affected these ISPs. Uh, you know, they work with FedEx corporate on, um, you know, uh, on a contract. Uh, most of those contracts are renewed on a yearly basis. Uh, some are for two to three years, and those are done individually. Those contracts are negotiated individually. And um, the contractors themselves were kind of caught uh, with a spike in fuel costs um, that 
they were not able to, where, where FedEx corporate had a fuel surcharge that went to customers. So customers would pay more for the delivery of items, but there was not a percentage of that fuel charge that was passed along to the contractors. And so this was kind of a margin killer uh, for the contractors. And uh, whereas beginning of the pandemic, uh, you know, things were looking good for them uh, from a profitability standpoint, it's really kind of gone south for them. And so, so Patton uh, has been bringing this fight public with uh, FedEx ground corporate um, and uh, it feels probably the, the biggest one, but there's some other con- contractual stuff too. I think the first thing that I saw that I noticed uh, in the media in general was Sunday deliveries. That that was there's um, that too. Problem. Yeah, I should have mentioned that. Yeah, well, I mean, just to jump in there on that, the Sunday deliveries is um, something where they, they've got to put a lot of resources into Sunday deliveries when it's it's um, you know they have to have drivers that want to work on Sundays. And there was the statement made or a survey was brought up with how many Americans actually want to work on Sundays. And I believe it was 17% of Americans want to work on Sundays. Well, that kind of shrinks your pool, right? Right. Um, As well, it's just, uh, it's not as profitable to deliver on Sundays. You're not delivering a full day of packages, but you still have to have the resources to do it. One of the things that I know uh, you told me he was talking about was this thing uh, called, he calls Purple Friday. And what is that? Yeah, Purple Friday is obviously a reference to Black Friday. That's Friday, November 25th this year. Uh, And it really obviously signals the beginning of the busiest uh, season for deliveries of anything. Um, and um, he's made the statement that he's already margin sort of negative on, on his business. And that's going to be exacerbated once Purple Friday, once Black Friday basically comes and he won't be able to operate his business under these conditions. And so it's really kind of a not so subtle way to put pressure on FedEx corporate to kind of meet in the middle with some of these uh, demands. Um, he's, uh, seems to be walking a bit of a fine line there with, uh, making the statement that hashtag purple Friday is really about what he's going to do with his business. Um, whether the ISPs follow in his footsteps or not, uh, remains to be seen. Um, obviously it's a bit of a moot point now, We'll see what happens with Purple Friday, understanding the fact that Patent Logistics is not doing routes for FedEx anymore. So that Purple Friday, so he was saying that if these some of these issues were not addressed by then, he was going to quit doing his, you know, what he was doing or what, what was going to happen on Purple Friday? He was going to stop running, just basically sit down and not, and not run the routes. Um, now... I listen, I don't know contractually. Uh, I don't think that that is actually a, um, a, a almost sure that, that it's not in the contract that you are, have any ability to do that. So um, I think this probably led to obviously him getting terminated on his, on, on those routes. And apparently according to FedEx, a contingency is in place already to have those routes satisfied. Um, um, once again, is there critical mass in, in the sense of, uh, you know, there's 
the the police blue sick days if they had, you know, stuff like that. Other other types of actions um, that would enact change. Um, it's kind of nebulous to, to understand whether and now whether that's really going to happen or not. So, they uh, FedEx Ground canceled patents and logistics contract, filed a lawsuit against his business um, that he is doing to help um, help other contractors. Uh, from what I understand, uh, Root Consultant and FedEx Ground basically said that uh, he's doing all this so that he can drive business to his company. Um, what's been what's been Patton's response to to these you know? The lawsuit uh, and what FedEx Ground has done. Yeah, you know, I'm waiting for sort of what the response would be, and I'm not sure what kind of legal action he would want to take here. Frankly, um, I I I got the impression when I was at this event that he has a really good handle on this market. He has a really good handle on the ISPs. Him driving business to route consultants is the, the reason why he's doing this logically doesn't make a lot of sense frankly he already owns the market and all he's doing is really upsetting a, a hornet's nest um, with with corporate but but i think that they already come to him regardless i mean one thing too at the event um as in terms of leverage is they were starting a you know an association um, which in, in typical uh, relationships in industries, there is an association. Surprising there's not one uh, bef you know, beforehand for this industry and also a buying collective too, which is kind of old school for a lot of different industries to kind of pull together smaller operators to be able to buy things uh, and, and get services for better prices. And this sort of plays out against a lot of larger issues, the whole, you know, e-commerce changes and delivery that we've seen that growth in the past several years, you know, has to be changing uh, that whole part of the industry. And what are some of those larger issues you're seeing as you cover this? Well, I mean, like I said, you know, it was, um, everything was really looking good to be in uh, um, a FedEx ISP or an Amazon on the Amazon side, a DSP delivery service partner, um, right when the pandemic started. But now there's there's just some real issues. I mean, they're they're fleets, right? They're small fleets, but they do all they do is deliveries, and so that is their business. They're not florists or plumbers with trucks, right? Um, and um, so these things are super acute for them. It's just hard for them to, if your truck, you know, I was talking to some operators there and they had, you know, like a wiring harness went out on, on their van after 30,000 miles and the truck's down for, for three weeks. I mean, these are, these just make um, their lives kind of miserable, particularly if they're kind of stuck in contracts. So what this industry does moving forward and how they kind of operate, uh, what their power is to operate collectively, legally, I think that's going to have to be perhaps settled in the courts under some sort of contract law, probably. Um, but these issues are not 
going away anytime soon. Now, they, they definitely are not. And, you know, that plays into the whole larger issue of independent contractors uh, that we've seen uh, more on the heavy trucking side. And these guys have, uh, these contractors have trucks as well. They're doing the more middle mile, the um, as well as that last mile home delivery. And uh, yeah, there's just lots going on there. It's going to be interesting to see not only what happens with this particular uh, case, but uh, with the industry in general. Uh, well, Chris, yeah. I think that's all we've got time for today. Thanks for joining me to talk about this. Um, thanks to our listeners and viewers for joining us. And you can learn more about this issue on our website, truckinginfo.com, and as well as uh, coverage from Chris at automotive-fleet.com.